Welcome aboard, Captain. Welcome back to Wrath of Khan Minute, the semi-daily podcast where we use our superior intellect to compute and celebrate Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan, one minute at a time. I'm David Stoker. And I'm Chris LaSalle. How you doing, Chris? Uh, all is well. All is well. Yes, sir. So we are moving on, <laughs> we are moving on to uh, minute number 22. It starts with Khan saying, uh, SETI Alpha 6 exploded. And then it ends with Khan having an uh, aha moment. Yes, sir. This is one of my, um, uh, this part of the, <clears throat> I guess, monologue is, is uh, it's got one of my favorite quotables, I guess, for the movie. Uh, the way Ricardo delivers the line, and everything was laid waste. <laughs> <laughs> well, he sort of did that last minute. I remember where he sort of, you know, where he, he sort of says something and, then sort of whispers it. Yeah. Like that's how he sort of, he delivers these, these moments. Um, but we do find out that um, what happens, you know, yeah. why, why things are the way they are with the, the planet and why they're there. And, you know, we, we found out last minute that, you know, this is, this is city alpha five. This is not, this is not, you know, City Alpha Six. This is uh, that 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 planet exploded, you know, not long after we were here, right? And as you said, everything was was laid waste, right? And uh, yeah, and and um, you know, he immediately turns around to Trell and Admiral Kirk. Yeah, never bothered <laughs> to check in our progress. So even you know, even in this, he's still laying it on thick with the sarcasm about the admiral stuff. And uh, so, <laughs> I just love it. I, I, do we decide to keep track of the number of times he says admiral? <laughs> Sarcastic, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we should. So I think that's so. I think that's two, isn't it? It's got to be two at least. Um, so I have a so I have a question, and this one's been bothering me. Sure. So I have to. Uh, so I'm going to interrupt our. Our regularly scheduled program for this. Okay. So, Khan's on City Alpha Five. Mm-hmm. The Reliant and its crew believe this to be City Alpha Six. Yes. With the innumerable amount of star charts that they have, wouldn't they know that a planet was missing from the system? You would think. I've had that same question myself. Like, how would you not know? I could see how you could mistake if you were counting in from the star, right? One, two, three, four, five, six, and mis- misunderstood stand where you are, you know, where you, uh, where you would be. Uh, actually, no, that's I take that back. That's that's so. If you were counting out from the star, you'd be on SETI Alpha. Five. You would think you would be on SETI Alpha Five. So they would say, "Oh, yeah, SETI Alpha Five isn't that where Khan is?" Like, wouldn't there be like records in in the Enterprise that says? You know, red flag, City Alpha Five. That's where Khan's at. He's yep. there. Like, avoid at all costs. <laughs> you know, some sort of, I don't know, some sort of black box or something that might be at the perimeter of the planet to say, "Don't go here." Yep. Some sort of buoy, maybe. 
um, you would think. Uh, so that I, I think that always bugs me because it's like, okay, based on their reaction and thinking that this is City Alpha Six, City Alpha Six, we I, I, you know I researched it a little bit, was an uninhabited planet. So them beaming down and sort of seeing the the waste is probably expected. So I get that, but I just don't get the whole like. How do they not know that this is not – with all the technology that they have, the star charts and the maps and how they could just not leave a note and say, hey, you know, if you're counting out from the planets, uh, you know, the fifth one is where Khan's at. You might want to avoid that. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think the, the novelization um, tried to answer that um, with some – I don't know, was that retconning when they had to go back and mm. um, I think they've already done it with, with Chekhov and you know, they kind of explained away Chekhov how to even know who Khan was because he wasn't in that episode of, of, of the original series. Um, right. He said he was on the night shift <laughs> so he missed yeah. missed all the goings on. <laughs> um, but there's something I'm, I'm looking at the novelization right now and uh, it was by you know, Vonda McIntyre. I don't know if we had given her credit. We talked about the novelization a few times but right. um, I can't find it. I can't quote it to you right at the moment, but I, when I, I read through it recently, um, this whole moment, Chekhov has this uh, realization of why he's been so uneasy like the mm. past few days because going into the SETI Alpha system, but he did, could put his finger on it. So he essentially forgot. Uh, and what he said was, what he alluded to was that when the Enterprise left, they didn't document anything because they didn't want to call attention to it. You know, like, Oh, maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he didn't call attention to it, and and he and Chekhov also uh, alluded to that there was some probe that went into this the SETI Alpha system. There's like 19 planets or something in the system, uh, but when they arrived, they, it was off by one, and so they're like, "Oh, well, that probe was really old, so maybe the data was wrong or something." So it was all these little. They just dropped in all these little. Little hints of little like, hints of, oh, they, this is why they forgot and you know, bad uh, data and you know Kirk never left a note, <laughs> like you said. Never, yeah. never put a posty note on the fridge. Yeah, but you know, I I agree though. It's how something that dramatic, right? How would they? How yeah. would he forgotten that place? Well, I mean, he almost stole a starship and basically was gonna you know lay ruin to the Federation potentially, and yep. you know someone who's. You know, has superior intellect from 200 years ago. You don't want him running around with a starship. <laughs> right. Maybe the other thing, too, is, you know, I bet that uh, all the star systems that are out there that the Federation has charted, there's probably the SETI Alpha system, and there's probably also an Alpha SETI system, right? Huh. And a SETI Gamma and a SETI Beta and a SETI, you know, <laughs> it's, it's probably confusing. Like, you probably lose track. I mean... Even NASA today. Well, that's why right? they have. That's why I have these posty notes to <laughs> right. know what system they're going to. Right. If only someone had written the note. Um, anyway, so, so yeah, then, I, I agree. It's a little, it's a little uh, unexplained in the film. So you sort of explained my next sort of question is where Khan says, you know, Admiral Kirk, you know, never bothered to check on our progress. So he obviously doesn't make a note or. I'm assuming doesn't let superiors know. So my next question was whose responsibility would it have been to go back and check on them? Like at the time, the enterprise was on a five year mission. Like there was to boldly go and seek out new life. Like they were on a mission. Like, do they send word back and say, Hey, we dropped this dude here. Um, 
you know, is that up to the Starfleets, you know, to say, okay, we know, we'll we'll check on them. Like, is this, did they drop the ball, or was this just like you said in the novelization, Kirk just, you know, he dropped the ball, didn't leave the post, you know, and it's quite the can you know. of worms. Yeah, when you start to unravel it that way, because uh, clearly he he was only a captain. Right, so he must have yes. had to report to someone, say another admiral, right? And I'm sure they had, in the ship in the ship's logs. So they said, "Hey, we found the Botany Bay, and we found people, and there's stuff in the capsule logs." So how did yeah? How did he explain that all away? Because we, as we discussed, th- these are cargo containers from, I guess, the Botany Bay. Uh, but where's the rest of the ship? So maybe they maybe they towed the ship in and just said, "Oh, we didn't find any, no, nobody on board." Well, then that's uh, then there's a big conspiracy there. Yeah, we just we've just indicted Kirk <laughs> and the crew on a, on a conspiracy. Oh man, we've we've opened up <laughs> a lot a lot of problems here. <laughs> um, well, that's why we talk. We're 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 talking about the minute, so right, we yeah. we're breaking it down. And we're in no way right or wrong. We're just offering our opinion. Yes, and I have no answer for it other than it's fun to think about. <laughs> Um, so, uh, you know, moving on again, this, this is like a minutes long, uh, monologue from, from Khan here. And he, you know, he kind of starts talking about the, it was only the fact of his genetically engineered intellect that allowed us to, yep. to survive. Um, and then he kind of pauses there and, and, uh, at that moment, you know, he's kind of got his back to everybody, but he's facing us. Um, right. And on his face, uh, the look on his face. I don't know if you can if you, if you pull it up and look on his face when he does that. And he kind yeah. of pauses. I can't tell if he's if he's bragging about his um, superior in- intellect at this point, or if he's cursing it. It, it, it. The read on his face. I could go both ways. Where he's like, well, I think clearly, it's sort clearly, of clearly he could be bragging, right? Well, I think um, it's transitional here. I think where he sort of says, you know, was. You know, he's, you know, maybe feeling a little cursed about that. You know, he's 200 years old and, the, you know, it's all my, only a product of my genetically engineered intellect, you know, that enabled us to survive. And then he sort of, I don't know if he's remembering happier times and sort of as being like, you know, I was a, he's smiling. I was, I was a prince. Oh, so you think this, do you think that this whole facial thing was, was, was really more him getting, yeah, talking about him being a prince. Wa- waxing poetic about his... <laughs> You know, his time when he was on Earth, you know, he was genetically engineered, so he was probably a god to them and, you know, had this – he probably lived like a, you know, like a prince. And But I don't know – now that I – now that we're talking about it and, you know, with power over millions, was he always evil? Like, was he always – I don't want to use evil. Maybe that's the wrong word. But was he always bad, I guess, the villain? Like, he says with power over millions. So, did he utilize his – genetics to you know hold countries or hold governments you know you know under his power under his thumb and they just had to get him out of there right uh it certainly seems to be the the way it is but i mean he's very charming man and in space seed i mean in the film and here he is yes yeah here he's he's just you know he's lost it his he's he has gone mad oh yeah he's his obsession he's definitely so, oh yeah, he's obsessed with Kirk. I mean, he is—he's right. clearly, yeah. But in—I mean—in Space Seed, he was—you know—he was charming and he was yep. uh, clearly deceitful, and you know, he had, 
you know, he had ulterior motives and things like that. But uh, right. um, I don't know. I, I suspect he was, you know, he was probably, <laughs> I'd say he's probably more like a tyrant uh, would be my, would be my, my gut feel on, on how he did right. things. Um, you know, his superior intellect and his superior ego. Which, yeah. I don't know if they hinted that or dropped that in this movie, but, you know, clearly his ego is huge. He's huge, yeah. I mean, uh, even, yeah, when he turns to, to, to us in the camera, I mean, him standing there just sort of, you know, talking to us and letting us know is, yeah, I got superior intellect, you know, I was a prince, you know, I had power. Yeah, yeah I'm, I got an ego. I, I think... I, when I was uh, asking, you know, if I if if he, if he, do we think he's bragging or is he cursing his intellect? I, uh, I, I initially think bragging, but I also think it's a little bit of a curse because mm. Joachim at this point too is you know, he's listening. If you watch his reaction, um, right, he actually like he kind of looks down and he he looks a tiny bit bummed slash regretful. Right, and, that, and that's what leads. That's what kind of sent me down this path. I never thought about it before until watching this minute. It sent me down this path, like. You know, maybe they're all like, I wish, I wish we'd all just, you know, died when Alpha right. Six exploded, right? Because we've been living like this for fourteen some odd years in the sand and the dirt and this and the wind and. Right. I wonder how many of them are just like just shoot me, you know, just kill me now. So that's so that was you know just an angle I never really thought about before watching it, watching this minute. Well, I mean, he clearly has power, some power over people. Mm-hmm. So he obviously they live and die at his every command, and even like Joaquin there, uh, uh, you know, he may have had doubts, and maybe he sort of, as he's listening to him, he sort of. But towards the end, you can sort of see him lift his head, and he's like he's drawn back into it. You know, you know, I was a prince, and um, yeah, I think, yeah, some of them you look at and definitely think like. <laughs> Get me out of here. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, the, the other thing I noticed too, um, you know, in other words, we're seeing the we're seeing his crew again in this in this right. shot change. You know, Khan's Khan's retelling the story of when SETI Alpha Six exploded, right, and everything was laid waste, and the crew is all just watching him. Again, still, just like we talked about last minute, still stone-faced, just listening, like, whatever. Don't you think hearing this story would give right. some kind of, like, you know, post-traumatic stress disorder reaction? Like, oh, God, you know, like, because I was thinking, like, how many times do you think they've talked, they've told this story? <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, like, there, yeah. do they well, talk there, about was, every there day? were 70 like, of them, so they're down to 14. So that explosion clearly killed out a you know, or you know, partially killed out things that happened there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, people there. And yeah, I definitely. You think uh, at least they'd be crying, sitting in the back, going, "Con, not this story again." Well, that's heard it a million times. <laughs> that's what I was wondering, though. Do you think they talk about it like every day? Like, hey, do you remember when SETI Alpha Six exploded? That was that was bad. <laughs> I, I really hated that. <laughs> That was bad news, man. That was bad news. I hope, I hope, I hope, City Alpha Seven doesn't explode because <laughs> I can't do another one. <laughs> um, so, geez, I don't know, we're only like halfway through the minute, but I have another question. Um, this is the second time 
uh, when Khan says, you know, on Earth 200 years ago, I was a prince, yada, yada, right. yada. They keep saying 200 years. This is like this, in the last minute, Khan said, you know, these people swore allegiance to me 200 years before you were born. Right. They keep saying 200 years ago, but it's 2285. We established that early yep. on in the film. Uh, Khan left Earth in 1996, and by my math, that's 289 years. So shouldn't they all be rounding up and saying on Earth, you know, 300, 300 years ago? Years ago. Yeah. Why aren't they saying 300? Mm, interesting. Interesting question. Yeah. If somebody has an it's, answer for it, maybe I'm doing the math wrong, but I, I checked twice on my calculator. Um, I just found it. I was just like, with 200. That is, uh, I, you know, you mentioned it, and it's just one of those things that I guess I, I take at face value and be like, oh, 200 years ago. Mm-hmm. And th- when you look at the actual numbers and you look at the start date and, uh, w- you know, when he left, yeah. Yeah, so anyway, just a, just a weird one. So in my head, I keep saying, 300. <laughs> um, this monologue he's doing, this part of the monologue, there was some cuts. Um, or not cut, yeah, things that didn't make the film. Yep. Um, and there's his speech goes on longer, and it's a little more uh, poetic. Um, he actually, uh, you know, he says, on Earth 200 years ago, it's a prince, power of millions. And he's like, now, like Prometheus, I have been left by Admiral Kirk. To digest my own entrails, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which I, I actually, I'm disappointed it's not in there because I think it's just more, you know, great, uh, you know, l- literature references, and it just makes him that much more over the top, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, and uh, there's a little bit more, but it's coming up. They they intersperse it here because I think Chekhov interrupts at this point. Uh, yeah. And. Uh, uh, what does he say? Check out. Oh yeah, Captain Kirk was your host. Um, he's pretty. Yeah, uh, Chekhov's pretty. Uh, pretty feisty. Pretty uh, cranky. It you know. Or well, I think he was afraid to begin with, and I think sort of now he's like, he's like one way or another, you're probably going to kill me here. You know, he doesn't. He doesn't know what's in store for him, so he'd probably be like, hey, you know, he's probably getting a little little mad here, and the fact that. Uh, you know, you you, you, you were going to kill us. You were going to steal our ship and kill us. Right. So, you know, so, so I'm kind of kind of done here. Yeah, do you think Chekhov's afraid of Khan at this point? At this point, I think he's just... I, I think he wants to tell... I think he lets us, obviously, and Terrell know that, yeah, we left you here. Yeah, the planet, the planet may have exploded, which we didn't know about, but... You're here for a reason, dude. Mm. You were going to kill us all, right? Right. He's not innocent. So I don't know if I don't know if he's you know I, I feel like maybe he's sort of uh, he's probably still afraid of them. I mean, clearly they're you know they're in they're in big trouble. Um, so, but I think he just wants to set the tone and be like, hey, you know, there's more to the story than what you're saying. And yeah, you may be a prince, but you're a murderous prince, there, dude. Right. I think he's. I think whether he's afraid of him or not, he's still pretty brave. To yeah, you know, knowing knowing this guy and what he's capable of and what you know he could have done and almost did, uh, pretty brave for you know throwing that stuff out there, yeah, uh, spitting that out at him. Um, so so switching back to the novels or the stuff that got cut. So again, you know, uh, Chekhov interrupts and then um, uh, Khan goes back to it and. Um, 
I'm just going to just going to quote the Saudis like, and I'll wager he never told you about his shipmate, the beautiful and courageous Lieutenant MacGyver, who gave up everything to join me in exile out of love and see how Admiral Kirk requited her devotion. She's dead as earth, a plague upon you all. And that's wow. how that's how his monologue ends with a plague upon you all. Like, oh, like, again, I would love to hear him say those words. <laughs> well, what also would have helped tie Space Seed and this together. Yeah. With, you know, we know that she w- went with him in the Space Seed. Right. And now we know she's dead. Now we know she's dead. Yeah. Plague upon you all. A plague upon you all. Um, and just just to, to be thorough here in the in the. This, these deleted scenes that I'm that I'm, I'm reading out. Um, yeah. When he says Admiral Kirk, uh, Admiral is italicized, so it's a, you can still hear him say Admiral <laughs> Kirk. <laughs> so so they got the sarcastic built in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, still being a smartass. Yeah. So, uh, so then we sort of yeah we get to the end of the episode, and I think the light bulb over Khan's head finally goes off. His superior intellect just finally says. Hey, what? Whoa, 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 I just figured something out here. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. And I, I had my notes was this is just Ricardo uh, hamming it up a bit. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's like looking around and the fingers in the air and whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. Just chewing up the scene a little bit. Bing. Which is great. Uh, but uh, that was uh, actually no. I did have one other thing. There was a couple. I meant to talk about it in the last minute, and it's uh, there's a little bit of it here, uh, especially during this revelation moment that he's having. There's no one's talking. The music has kind of gone quiet, and you can hear yeah. outside the wind and the sand just yeah. banging around uh, outside the cargo containers. And uh, I think it's a real nice touch that they threw it in there. I've never noticed it before. Um, but I was also thinking, like, oh my god, if I lived in that thing for 14 years, I would be freaking out, listening constantly, to that all the constantly, time. yeah, constantly hearing that wind and that sand blow, and yeah. man, it's ever gonna stop. Exactly. So, uh, nice touch on the sound design. Yeah, definitely. But uh, that was the last note I had, Dave. Do you? Uh, did you have anything else for? No, no, um, no. I, I, I like this minute and for what it, you know we get which is ricardo hamming it up and talking to us about you know himself yep get a little more a little more background a little more yep. character building of you know oh Khan still just as uh, ego egotistical as we remember so all right well then uh why don't we wrap it up and um uh we'll be back again on on wednesday with a uh, minute 23 So in the meantime, you can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, where we'll be posting behind-the-scenes photos as we go along. And we will be back on Wednesday with Minute 23, here on the Wrath of Khan Minute. Plague upon you all!